Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 181, How Modern Engines Solve Turbo Lag. I thought this one was pretty interesting. I will be reading an article uh, from a trade magazine, which I'll talk about in a minute here. But uh, I thought this was pretty interesting. It was stuff that I knew, but I thought, well, you know, certainly the average layperson doesn't really realize where technology has taken us in regards to turbo lag and how it's kind of somewhat solved that problem as it has been in the past. So this hopefully you'll find it interesting. Uh, This is from a magazine, a trade magazine called Underhood Service. And the article was written by uh, uh, Brian Sexton, is his name. And a um, couple of quick commercials. Uh, if you ever want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And also I'm on LinkedIn under Brad's Motor Works. And uh, check that out. If you want to get to the main uh, provider or distributor of this uh, podcast, it's podbean.com. And then do a search for Brad Kyle's Motor Works Podcast and uh, check that out if you want to but obviously as you know it's available on a number of different podcast sources so anyway here we go Uh, when i think of turbocharged engines the first thing that comes to mind is turbo lag turbo lag is the time it takes for the turbocharger or turbochargers to spool up and generate boost pressure after the throttle pedal has been pushed down looking back just a decade or two turbo legs seem to be more much more common and more severe It seemed like you could put the pedal to the metal, count to five, check your watch, then you'd finally feel the boost kick in. So this begs the question, if turbocharged engines are so much more common today, what happened to turbo lag? It was solved thanks to years of development and a bit of clever engineering. It's no secret that automakers have needed to get creative in order to meet emissions and fuel economy standards. These standards have presented a real challenge to automakers and forced them to think outside of the box. Looking back on history, we've never shied away from a challenge. The atom bomb in World War II, the lunar landing to end the space race, the list goes on and on. But in the case of solving turbo lag, I wouldn't say that one particular advancement has simply ended the race in a single bound. Instead, it's been a long haul with lots of players, all making a difference and moving toward the end solution. Let's take a look at some of the ways that automakers have solved turbo lag in their modern engines. Uh, Smaller engines, smaller boost. Everywhere you look, it seems that engines have gotten smaller in displacement. Ford has its EcoBoost four-cylinder and V6 engines. Nissan Infiniti has the three-liter VR engines. And Chevrolet has recently started offering a 2.7-liter turbo in the Silverado. These smaller displacement engines offer better fuel economy than the engines they're replacing. But without turbocharging, they wouldn't be able to offer the same sort of power. This is where smarter boost comes into play. Smaller displacement engines can use smaller turbos to fill in gaps in the power band. Smaller turbos turbos are able to spool up faster, leading to better response and more predictable power delivery. Modern turbos are also mounted closer to the engine than ever before. This means the exhaust gases don't have to travel as far once they leave the combustion chamber, and the turbo can spool up faster. 
Let's look at the 1.8T and 2.0T engines currently built by VW and Audi. These engines utilize a cylinder head design with an incorporated exhaust manifold. This means that the exhaust manifold is part of the cylinder head casting and is surrounded by cooling jackets. There are two main benefits to this design. When the engine is cold, the hot exhaust gases help to warm up the engine coolant. This means that the HVAC, in other words, heater ventilation system, can start heating the, the vehicle cabin much sooner and the engine can, can reach operating temperature much faster, reducing harmful emissions. When the engine is at operating temperature, the engine coolant is able to reduce the exhaust gas temperature. This means that the engine control unit, or what's known as ECU, can run a leaner air-to-fuel ratio and maximize the catalyst temperature and performance. It's worth noting that VW and Audi are not the only automakers who have opted to use an integrated exhaust manifold design. Ford has used an integrated exhaust manifold on their 1-liter 3-cylinder EcoBoost engine, along with some of their 4-cylinder and V6 turbo engines. Honda used this design on the Civic Type R. Toyota, well, technically BMW, used it on the new Super engine, and the list goes on and on. There are other benefits to using an integrated manifold, including reduced weight, space savings, and more. Smarter boost control. Older waste gates and, by waste gates and bypass valves were vacuum controlled and were rather sluggish to respond to changes in driver input or driving conditions. Modern units are electronically controlled and allow for much more precise adjustments. Replacing vacuum controlled solenoids and diaphragms with fast acting electronic actuators means that the ECU can be proactive with boost control, not reactive. The ECU can operate these two valves to reduce lag, keep the turbo spooled up, and deliver power more consistently. Variable valve timing can be used to optimize turbo operation. Modern VVT systems offer more precise control than ever before and allow for maximum control of the turbo in a number of driving conditions. The opening of the exhaust can be used to keep the turbo spooled up or to help scavenge exhaust gases from inside the cylinder. Inside the cylinder. By adjusting the valve overlap, the ECU can also decrease pumping losses of the engines. Twin scroll turbochargers. Automakers have looked to innovative technology to maximize turbo performance and response. One such example is the twin scroll design. Twin scroll turbos and exhaust manifolds contain two separate air channels inside. Since the air streams are separated, two cylinders are able to create a single stream of exhaust gases until it reaches the turbine. Keeping these air channels separate helps to prevent the individual cylinders from interfering with one another, causing the turbine to slow down unintentionally. But the biggest advantage of a twin scroll turbo is the increased low-end torque. This is due in part to the separation of the air channels and the fact that the exhaust gases are more evenly distributed across the turbine blades. Hot V turbochargers. Let's wrap up, wrap up our list with one final method automakers have used to solve turbo lag, the hot V. In this type of engine setup, the intake manifolds are mounted on the outside of the cylinder head where you might expect the exhaust manifolds to be, and the exhaust manifolds and turbos are located inside the V of the engine. The seemingly small this seemingly small change has a big impact on how the engine performs. The turbos are mounted extremely close to the cylinder heads, so the exhaust runners are very short. This maximizes turbo response and reduces lag. This also prevents excessive exhaust velocity loss, as well as heat loss through the manifold. 
Temperatures can be kept in check with some clever cooling solutions, including dedicated cooling circuits, heat shields, or air deflectors, and more. BMW, Audi, and Mercedes-Benz have all incorporated this engine design into some of their lineups. Audi found a way to maximize the space inside the V by having each turbine rotate in opposite directions. I know that EVs are coming and that we need to think about moving away from fossil fuels, but I can't help but marvel at the engineering from the past decade or two in the automotive space. Every time it has seemed like we've reached the pinnacle of performance, like we can't squeeze another ounce of performance out of internal combustion, someone finds a way. This creative drive, this spirit of innovation, I believe is deeply rooted into us as a species. Some of you may lament the oncoming wave of electrification, and I would tell you this, just think what we can achieve with EVs if we put the same effort into developing that technology. I, for one, look forward to seeing what's around the corner. So that's that one. Um, you know, again, they're, they're still trying to obviously uh, get as much power, performance, uh, good emissions, and, and, or low emissions, and good fuel economy from engines. And certainly using smaller engines with turbochargers uh, and some of the other technology that he mentions. I mean, we're talking about being able to get uh, the same torque and performance and horsepower from a, a smaller engine that uh, used to be in the in the old days it had to be almost twice the size and obviously a bigger engine you know since it breathes more air uses more fuel then you know the emissions are going to be higher so on and so forth so uh, kind of interesting stuff and I just thought it'd be a good uh, it was a good article um, you know I went through it and and again nothing really was surprised to me in regards to my training but I just thought it was a good article for for the normal layperson, so hopefully you found it interesting. Appreciate you listening. Again, if you want to get a hold of me, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com, and I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's MotorWorks Podcast, and uh, we'll go from there. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have a great day and a fantastic weekend. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.